Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Do you think the farmers' protest went well yesterday? Or did it just go too far? Now, unfortunately, I was caught up in the whole thing yesterday because when I left here, there was like 40 tractors at the entrance of the tunnel. And I swear to God, I was so frustrated. Luckily enough, I got a really decent guard who managed to get me past one of the tractors and into the tunnel. And I was one of only four cars that managed to get out in three hours. Thankfully, I had just got there in time. And this guard was a really decent skin, right? And I felt sorry for the guards because they're kind of frustrated. Their hands are tied. Could you imagine the frustration of Angarda Sheikana trying to work this whole thing out? These lads are here, 40 tractors or 50 tractors or whatever it was, at the entrance of the tunnel, Eastwall Road. So you've got all the traffic from the south side of Dublin, all the traffic going down to the port, all the traffic coming from the Keys, because it is a really busy spot. But it moves very well, normally, because of the tunnel, of course, because the tunnel takes all the, the trucks and everything off the road to go to the port or to go up to Swords or Belfast or wherever they happen to be going. So it works well, but it didn't work well yesterday. People sat in traffic for three hours. There was a knock-on effect till about 8 o'clock last night, 9 o'clock last night. Helena left here at 5 o'clock. She rang me at half past seven. She was still in her car on the M50. It was a disaster. People were really discommoded yesterday. For what? I understand the farmer's plight. I don't know what the government can do about it. It's a free market. It's a difficult one. And I understand the farmers have an axe to grind. But we wouldn't go down and block their milking parlours and put them out of work. But yet they, they are quite happy to come to a capital city and block the city streets and the only people that's affecting are the people who actually buy their meat, the general public. Now, Daniel Long of the Individual Farmers of Ireland group told Morning Ireland this morning that going to Dublin protesting uh, is never taken lightly and that there were no more protests planned for the near future. He said the farmers will insi- instead lobby the local politicians during the election campaign and try to encourage them to make legislative changes. Yesterday's protest should have been called off after there was an election called, because there essentially is no doll, so there was no point in it. The only thing that was achieved yesterday was pissing people off and the farmers becoming disliked by the general public. Well, certainly the ones that were affected by yesterday's protest, which was probably the majority of people who tried to get near or in or out of Dublin yesterday. On Wednesday, scores of tractors, as I said, drove to Stevens Green and packed in a line outside the Shelbourne along the Green and the block traffic, and again yesterday. And the procession of tractors began to leave the area yesterday and drove onto the M50, as resulting in tailbacks uh, for rush hour. I mean, the M50 is bad enough. It could take you an hour and a half to get from one end to the other. Uh, yesterday, it probably took you about four hours because of the tractors. I'm on, they drove in front of me yesterday. They stopped in the middle of the road, three abreast, got out of their tractors and turned off the engines. And they were all walking around. And mind you, can I just point out an observation of mine? There were some lovely tractors there worth a lot of money. And a lot of them look like they've never seen a piece of muck in their life. They've never been across a field in their life. They look brand new. So, <laughs> I know you have to probably borrow money to buy them or something like that, but a lot of them look like they didn't ever work very hard, those tractors. So maybe they're dairy farmers or something, I don't know. Commuters in Dublin yesterday morning and last night had complained of the long delays to already congested city traffic. And when asked about why the protest, protest was moved onto the M50, um, the spokesperson said, well, I suppose farmers were heading home. 
they wanted to highlight the focus in people's minds. There is a general election coming up. And he said, while we accept that people were unhappy going home, I think people need to realise that farmers are facing a very difficult situation and the very uh, existence is on the line. There have been two previous protests, as you know, uh, and the aim to highlight rural issues in the capital city, where the doll is also located, but mind you, they're not even there at the moment. Beef farmers aim to highlight that the price they are getting for their beef is 23 cent behind the EU average and a 50 cent behind the UK. This is despite Irish beef being premium, a premium product because of the way the cattle are reared and fed. Uh, when asked about the aim of the protest, the spokesperson said, I suppose protests by its nature cause disruption. Well, it shouldn't, by the way. And like all protests, we hope it would lead to a dialogue and dialogue would be of solving this problem. The Beef Market Task Force sitting at the moment to help solve the dispute, which mostly exists between beef farmers, farmers and meat processors, as you well know. I'm sure everybody knows exactly what it's all about at the moment. But the government's argument all the time is there's nothing we can do about this. It's a free market. Adrian Cummins, Chief Executive of the Restaurant Association of Ireland, also featured in Morning Ireland this morning and said that the protest made no sense and hurt its members who saw a dramatic fall in customers. He said everybody has sympathy with the farmers, but the sympathy is waning after these types of protests that the farmers are engaging in. They brought their tractors up to Dublin after the doll was dissolved, so it made no sense to the consumer, to the voter or to the members who were suffering from a lack of footfall. So I want to know today if you think they achieved anything. Do you think yesterday's protest achieved anything or did it go too far? Let me know what you think. Did yesterday's protest go too far? Um, And by the way, they will continue to protest again if they don't get what they want. They just haven't got a date planned yet. This is the fourth one now. It's costing millions. Let me know what you think. Uh, The number is 087188008. First text in says, Nal, everybody has a right to protest. Absolutely, it's your constitutional right to protest. You go ahead and do it. You stand on a footpath with a placard in your hand and tell people how you feel. That is your right, your freedom of speech. But you have no constitutional right to obstruct or impede other people going about their lawful business on a daily basis. You don't have a right to do that. I know it happens. And if it's an organised protest and a once-off like a water protest, everybody has to understand that the Garda Sheikh Hanna will organise it. But not four times in the space of a month. Can't do that. That's just not fair. Let me go to Mark. Mark, you're in Classic Kids. How you doing, Mark? Hello. Hello, mate. How, How are you doing? Mark, did, did the protest achieve anything yesterday? I don't think they are in the right to protest at all, to be honest. Because, like, they are on the, they on the EU grants, first of all. So if you decide to leave your stock at the field... When you're protesting, it still be paid. Yeah, they get the subsidies. Field. They're getting subsidies for the fields, yes. From the field for every stock that they have. So they have field money. They have a money for cattle. And what, the, they, e, the EU are giving them up to, I believe, up to about 200 euro an acre per yes. year. Yes, just, you know, the land that the farmers are farming, it's 90%. It was given from the fathers, it's the heritage, you know? Mm-hmm. So they were given the business. If they don't like the business, they can change it, they can grow carrots, they can do whatever else, like this. If I will go to financial advisor and I will tell him, look, my business don't bring me money, he will tell me, change the business. Simple as. Well, if this continues, I mean, this reminds me very much of the, the mining strike in, in Great Britain many, many years ago, 
where the state said, look, we can't continue to subsidise this business. It's not as big as it used to be. There's cheaper products coming in from abroad. For example, you've Argentinian uh, beef as well, which you know could end up coming into Ireland en masse if farmers continue to behave the way they're behaving. And that would be a fair statement to make because... Uh, you know, if they push the price up and then the processor pushes the price up, then the retailer will push the price up and then all of a sudden we'll have cheap foreign meat coming into the country. Yeah, we are, we are affected as a client. You know, so for they ask, they ask for money from the government. The government have money from us. So they are paid twice by us, by the grants and by the price in the shop, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it is fair to say that the processors and retailers are making more money than the farmer. Yeah, but look at the at the retail. You know, your steak one day will be. I don't know the. I don't eat, even eat the, the beef. You know. Mm-hmm. So, but let's let's say it's eight eight euro per steak. Next day, he like the the retail will sell the steak half a, a price. The next day, he will chop the yolk and sell as a as a goulash or whatever meat. Another another half a price. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. not. Not they are asking, they getting what they asking every day, you know. And were you in, were you in Dublin yesterday? No, no, no. Okay, okay. No, well, well, it was mayhem. That's all I can say. It was apps for Dublin motorists and commuters. It was absolutely disastrous. And uh, let me go to Grace as well. Grace, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Grace? Hi. Hi, Grace. Um, Grace, well, firstly, do you, do you support the farmers? There's got to be legislation. The, the police commissioner is the biggest known to the government to put proper legislation into being for the sake of the common good. In other words, obstruction is not um, um, is what you call a proper way of dealing with, with issues like this. And it, is, it was an obstruction. Yesterday they held up millions, uh, sorry, tons of, of um, environmental, uh, what do you call it, coming out from cars that are going slow. Of course, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so we have, on one hand, people talking about the environment. I, I, I don't accept this meeting coming from Catholic at all, I'm afraid. I, I, to me, it's not substantiated by maybe some... some well, well, well I, I, and you're right, Grace, because just on that point, very quickly, in case people aren't up to speed on that, in relation to cows farting, essentially, um, you know, if we reduce the amount of cows in Ireland to stop them or to reduce the amount of CO2 that's going into the atmosphere from them farting, well, then all that's going to happen is we're going to have to import beef from Argentina and they're going to have to cut down forests to have more uh, beef, or should I say beef cows, um, so they can sell them to Europe, which means yeah, the only thing we're doing is we're moving the farting cows from Ireland to Argentina. So contradictory. We have uh, people getting going out in Dublin Airport uh, from our chambers, from our doll chambers and, cha- and upper and lower house weekly to Brussels and whatever, and they're extracting from those those junkets um, uh, environmental misuse too. So you know we've got to be serious. The placards that are going up today on lampposts with the plastic ties. Um, if they're serious about environmental, they won't be hitting at the farmer. They won't be hitting at cows. Incidentally, the, the, the solidness of this methane thing that came from some mad scientists in the past, we have, like the past, we've followed the herd into this issue. The substantive issues are the what happened yesterday on the M50, what extracts coming from the tractors, coming from obstruction of people going to work. How dare anybody use their so-called freedom to inhibit my transmit across the city of, of my country? 
Mm-hmm. How dare anybody obstruct me from going to a dentist, a school, uh, into or constitutional chambers, into our parks, into our hospitals? They have no right to do that. That's abuse. And I think the Gardaíshire corner here have got to make sure through our parliament or our TDs that when there's disputes, of course there's a right to demonstrate, when there's disputes, that people are crowded into places that are free to take, uh, like parks, free to take people at certain times of the day where it won't obstruct movement of other people. I, I mean, if you take the UK, for example, as you know, recently, um, they the, the judges decided, well, it was appealed anyway, but the judges did decide that uh, Extinction Rebellion, for example, when they protested on, you know, started gluing themselves to streets and pavements and doors and windows, that they can be arrested and that they should be arrested. They've actually now been put on a terror list because they're terrorising the general public with their protests. Okay. So, I mean, so, and I had said this the day before the protests, uh, day before yesterday, that if they block the traffic again, you know, all with the first time round, we could all be a bit patient because we genuinely supported them. Second time round was getting a bit of a pain in the you-know-what. Third time round was a joke. Now, yes, it was the fourth time. And it's costing the city a fortune. I said the Garda Shikana should stop them before they come into the city. If they insisted on come, they should impound the vehicles and arrest them. Yes, and there should be rules, uh, terms and conditions to the people want to demonstrate and they have a right to do so. There should be terms and conditions and the, the guardian and the commissioner and the government should obligate themselves to put those uh, conditions into place on behalf of the common good. And so, I'll say one thing, unless we have, uh, 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 if we allow free for all for every issue in the future, we're going to have dreadful vandalism in our cities and towns. Okay, well, do you ever stay there for a second, please, if you can, Grace? Because I want to go to Nigel as well. Because, Nigel, you support them. Yeah, 100%. Okay, why, why? I mean, okay, I think we all support what they want. And yes, we understand it's difficult to make a living when you're getting such a low price for the beef. I don't know what can be done about that. It's a free market. But, but do you support the type of protest? Yeah, 100%, yeah. Um, you clearly weren't in Dublin yesterday, were you? I was, actually. Were you caught in traffic for three hours? Well, I'm going to make a very basic comment to you on this, and maybe that will end this whole, oh, is there air in my car? Two, I'm from West Cork initially, and two farmers in my local parish hung themselves because they lost their farm, because they couldn't afford the farm. Okay? So if you're telling me... That's that a sad an story. Hour, an hour in your car is worth more than a human you, life. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You can't do that. You can't do that. There is many different industries. I could tell you in the media about people who've taken their own lives because of the pressures yep. in the media. Does that mean that everybody in the media deserves more money all of a sudden? No. So you no, can't, okay. hold on, you can't use a story which is an extremely sad story and everybody has an understanding and we all are empathetic to the plight. But you can't use that story to negate what happened yesterday. You just can't. All they did is trying to highlight... They, we, they did that already three times. But they voted for it. They voted for the free market. The free market was voted for by the farming, the farming community. They knew at the time they were taking fisheries away from us, from this island, that the farmers were getting preferential treatment. Now, it, any single person back in the 80s and 90s knew that this day would come, that cheaper stuff would come, competitors would be very, very straightforward from now on because we are in the single market. Uh, and me, myself, uh, if I had a vote tomorrow, I would do what the United Kingdom would has done to breastfeed. And that, actually, to, to be honest with you, that might actually suit the farmers better. But sorry, go ahead and make a point, Nigel, that you want to make. I'm absolutely disgusted by 
anyone who thinks that it's okay. I really do. Farmers have a really tough life and having their livelihood ripped away from them completely is just because they've stopped you going home for an hour or two. It's more than that. It's more than that. Nobody, and and, and once again, many people have said they understand, they're sympathetic, uh, they support them in what they're trying to achieve, although I don't know how they're going to achieve it because the world is changing, sadly. But But in saying that, the idea of them blocking the city because they have some sort of gripe with the government is wrong. It's losing your entire life and livelihood. It's not a gripe or a little irritation. This is serious. Okay, there has to be other ways to deal with that. Negotiations, they could try, well, they've already tried negotiations, I know, and there is ongoing negotiations with the task force at the moment. But blocking the city streets where people, for example, there was one story yesterday with a fire brigade that couldn't get out of the traffic. That could have been somebody somebody else's life lost. What about an ambulance bringing a child across the city? What about people who needed to get to a hospital appointment? Oh, no, I fully agree with you from, from that point of view. But it's very simple to fix this. Stop importing meat from other countries. So then we stop the free market, is that what we do? We stop importing meat. That would be completely uncompetitive. You could not do that. We supply four times our requirement for meat in this country. We Farmers also export a lot of meat too, by the way. We export three Okay, so should all the countries that the farmers export meat to, should they all ban Irish meat from coming into their countries too? Then farmers would be rightly snookered, wouldn't they? It's It's called a free market. Nigel, you're not making any sense. Because okay. if you're suggesting to me we shouldn't be allowed to import meat, if that yep. went across the board to every other country and every other country thought like you, farmers would be rightly snookered because what okay. would they do with the, the vast majority of meat that they actually produce, which they export? Let's put it this way. Argentina is well known for putting angel dust in their meat. They're not controlled as, as the Irish are. Irish lamb is the number two best seller. I'm not doubting it. I'm not doubting because it. Because of our standards. I'm not doubting. Yeah. I'm not doubting. I'm not doubting that Irish meat is premium quality. I'm not yeah. doubting that for a minute. But what okay. I'm saying to you is, you want yeah. to stifle a free market to suit I the farmers. Low standard stuff coming into the country and actually giving farmers a market for their high end product. The stuff that's coming in is going to be polluted. You have no control. You have no idea the standard of it because it's relayed as Irish. Sorry, okay. sorry, Gracia. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Chris, uh, surely the farm... Nigel is his name. That, that killed Dublin yesterday have uh, a representatives. Why don't they go to their TD offices? Why don't they um, put their case to TDs? Uh, and I don't think the TDs can come much because it's just a free market. But at the end of the day, they're hurting the public. They're hurting the people who are, who are consumers yesterday in their cars trying to get to and from work or do their business. They're hurting themselves by their protests. Surely, uh, some way along the way, there can be appeals made through their TDs. Um, uh, I don't know how, how TDs can do at the end of the day, but we. Well, but I, I do know they did. They did try to approach TDs already, the Minister for nothing Agriculture. Happened. Well, they, so they, well, no, well, hang on. To say nothing happened is a bit disingenuous. Something did happen. They set up a task force. Sure. It, nothing happened. Well, no, no, something did happen. They set up a task force, which will do nothing. So the beef market task force—they're sitting at the moment to help try and solve this dispute. The only way—it's not an—it's e- not an easy dispute to solve. You do understand that. Way. Stop importing crappy, low-standard product and use the product you've already well, I, I, I've eaten meat abroad in other countries. It's not all crappy and low-standard, Nigel. That's your, that's your opinion. 
I, it's my knowledge. Well, that, I'm just telling you. I've, I'm sure many people listening today have been to Europe on holidays, been to America on holidays, been to other countries on holidays, and had a nice steak or had a nice piece of lamb. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure they have. Yeah. I don't believe it because I've been to quite a few countries and I've never had beef. Okay, well, that's a matter of taste and a matter of opinion. Okay, well, stay there for a second. Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Uh, that still doesn't answer the question as to whether it was right for them to hold people up for three and four hours yesterday in the city. Noel, if I wasn't making any money, I wouldn't be buying a new car. So, if they're not making money, they shouldn't be buying new tractors. Well, yeah, well, they are probably getting them on the drip. Hi, Noel. Uh, I drive a taxi, and as you know, it's getting around yesterday was a nightmare. And the last time we had a protest as well. But I had an interesting conversation with a guy in the car yesterday um, about the tractors. He was saying about the tractors, the insurance they have. The insurance is only for domestic use from farm to farm. It doesn't cover them on public roads. And then they're driving with green diesel. So they want the people to get on board with them and things like that. But people, the next time, I don't think people will be on board with them. So maybe the guards in the revenue could look into that, trying to penalise them for that way, if they want to hold the city to ransom. They blocked the M50 yesterday. It was a disgrace. Absolute disgrace. Well, in relation to your argument about insurance, I would imagine there would have to be something to cover them because I'm assuming at some point they have to travel from field to field. So they do have to be on a public road. So there has to be something in that to cover them. Uh, I understand the point you're making in the illegality of green diesel, etc. out on a public road. But I'm pretty sure what they did yesterday was illegal anyway. The guards could have arrested them probably yesterday or moved them on um, or impounded their tractors because it wasn't a legal protest. Uh, but in saying that, I suppose everybody has to, I suppose the guards have to make a decision as to what's best at that particular moment in time. And they chose obviously not to take an aggressive approach to it. Uh, final just WhatsApp here and I'm going to take a quick break and I have lots of callers to come to. Hi now, just want to say um, farmers don't have any respect for anybody. What about truck drivers that were stuck in that traffic yesterday? They're only allowed to drive a certain length of time, nine hours, four and a half hours at a time. Stuck in that traffic there for three, four hours, that's their day ruined. Absolutely, they have the tachographs going there as well. Um, I keep texting. Um, if you want to give us a call, you can. And uh, the number, as usual, is 087 188 I've just got one more here. It's from a farmer, so I want to be fair and just play it. There's no point in Remy because I'm actually busy driving a tractor. But all i got to say is, pity about you. And the rest of you jackings, eh? Frustrated because a couple of tractors blocked you up for the day. Sure, the streets blocked up most days anyway, huh? I start almighty spouting on about the Constitution. Christ, the arrogance here. All I hope, anyway, that the next time there's a protest for the tractors, that they take slurry tankers with them and spread shit all over the place above there. Because it's a shame that they didn't do it. And the protest was very successful. Sure, today, the third day you're talking about it. No farmers, no food, no future. Well, it's a pity you wouldn't come on the air and tell us all about how frustrated you actually are. Jim, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Jim? No, yeah, how are you doing, yeah? Um, no, I don't, I don't support that protest in any way, shape or form. Um, even the fact yesterday, like, like I mean, on the M50... They could have gone in single file there and just had as much a, a, a visual impact to let people know what you were doing as opposed to blocking everything up. That's one aspect of it. What you said about some of those vehicles as well too, uh, there's a minimum requirement by law 
of the speed that they should be able to do. So, to be honest with you, I mean... So, well, I'm 50 kilometres an hour is the minimum speed limit, yeah, on, the, on a motorway. Yes, but some tractors can only do up to 35 kilometres. Well, I know, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, I... Uh, I mean, the guards should have been all over that, like a rash in relation to that. Well, I suppose the guards have to make a decision. And I, I was there yesterday, it stuck, where the guards, and there was about 40 guards in front of me, trying to reason with them, because they had literally just stopped um, at the tunnel, and at the they did both. What they did was, they, they first of all parked two, two or three tractors on each side of the road of the tunnel, and then two at the east wall, so you couldn't go anyway. Um, yeah, well, the thing is, so the, the guards were frustrated, but I think the guards have to play ball to some extent, otherwise mayhem breaks out. I understand. Well, maybe, maybe mayhem should break out because, to be honest with you, all they've done is, is just piss off the general public. I mean, people who buy food. I, I'd say to people, to be honest with you, I buy meat from, from Spain, from Poland, and it's, if not superior, at least as good as... Well, that, I again, I'd say to you, that's a matter. Just, you know, they, they should come up and spread, spread slowly on the streets and all that. I mean, the farming module in Ireland is old and it's outdated and if they can't keep up with what has to be done just get out of the business and move on that's all that they should do but they don't want to do that they want to continue sponging off on subsidies uh, and then all these types of actions well, I mean, when, when, you, when you say sponging I mean do you not believe that they have a fair argument when you see the amount of money they're getting for a kilogram of beef compared to what the processors are making and the retailers are making the farmer is getting he's getting the smallest share considering he's the one raising the you know the uh, the cow. I mean, he's the one feeding it, paying the veterinary bills, looking after it, getting up at six o'clock in the morning to feed the bloody thing and look after it. I mean, surely he should be getting the lion's share of what he, what comes out of that animal. It's their choice that they get into that business. I mean, over I think there's over half a million tons of beef produced in Ireland every year, and I I, I think something like That's a lot I more than that. We're going yeah. Five hundred and twenty million tons. And mm-hmm. I think something like 480 million of that is all sent for export. Well, the, but no. this was the point I was making to our previous caller who said that we should ban the import of foreign meat. I mean, what a ridiculous no. statement. Stupid, yeah. Well, yeah, that other bloke that was going on and made that other analogy about, uh, about people killing themselves. I don't think that I mean, that, yeah, that's, that's sad. It's sad, but it's not part no. of this conversation, no. But, that, but that's what you're dealing with. You're dealing with people that have a really diverse mentality. I mean, they affected the, 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 the lawyers of a lot of taxpaying public that were there yesterday without total, showed total disregard. And for people who are their customers, realistically, at the end of the day, I, I can tell you one thing. I'd be vouching for people not to buy Irish beef and to spend their money elsewhere where, uh, and to go and, uh, and access the free market there because they don't merit support. Okay, well, 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 stay, well, stay there for a second. Let me go to James as well because James, you're on Classic Hits. James, you obviously support the farmers. Niall, yes, I, I would be one of the lads who was up there last couple of days. Okay, yeah, but it, it didn't work too well. You didn't get the support. Um, uh, well, I mean, all I've heard, and with the greatest respect, all I've heard today and yesterday from people stuck in traffic is a lot of hatred. There is, and that, that's the unfortunate side of a protest. But I'm asking, like, I, haven't, I didn't hear the start of your show, but I'm after hearing the last 15, 20 minutes there. And there's a lot of inaccuracies going out there. And that last man is talking, there's a lot of inaccuracies as well. And that guy that was talking about the import of beef coming in or out of the country, he had a lot of inaccuracies as well. So like, there's an awful lot of people who don't know the facts. And, and when you don't know the facts, it's very easy to give out. But if you knew all the facts, then you know, it's a totally different story. Okay, well, well, then you give us the facts. He he was suggesting we should ban the importation of beef, which is a ridiculous idea. No, you can't ban the importation. No, it's a free market. You know, it's a free market. We all know that. But like, we have to have to be fair. The problem we have with beef at the moment, there's an awful lot of beef being imported here at the moment, and some of it is being smuggled in. Now we have. Well, if you well, if you have evidence of that, why don't you go to the guards? Uh, actually, we have evidence. We have we have beef okay, in the it? freezer at the moment from Brazil. 
and that company that supplied it actually banned out of the country. Now, we have the Food Safety Authority on it. Um, well, that's good. Well, once, once that's been sorted out and, you, and you've reported it... We're working, we're working but, but, on that. Yeah, but that's not, but, that's not the big problem. You know that as well as I do, James. What we would call a legal uh, smuggling of beef in. There's, there's meat factories in Ireland importing beef uh, stamping it as Irish and selling it as Irish. And that's not on. And that's, that's what we, we can't accept that. Okay, but, they, but these are all minor things in comparison to what a lot of people believe is happening with these protests. You know, well, no, I, I, it's, it's people understand that the way of life as a farmer, particularly a beef farmer, has become more difficult. There's no doubt about that. And, you know, and I said earlier on that the, the analogy here reminds me very much of the miners' strike back in the UK uh, a long time ago when we used to see Arthur Scargill and Maggie Thatcher on, on the TV all the time, right? Because the business had become somewhat untenable. In other words, people weren't making money out of it anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's what I see here. And, and I don't know if there's an answer to it. I mean, the, the, the government, Leo Radker has already said there's not a lot the government can really do in relation to this. Now, I know the task force has been set up and they're looking into it at the moment. But coming up to Dublin... Um, and, you know, blocking the streets um, is wholly unacceptable at this stage. The first time round, people kind of were okay with you. They understood, you know, let them let them at it. It's just one day of disruption. They'll get their point across. The second day, now we're taking the piss. Day three, now we're really taking the piss. No, this yeah, and yes, I went too far. Too this, far. This one was our second protest. The one in on the twenty. I don't. Well, I, I don't well, it doesn't matter who organised them or whose protest it was. It was tractors in the city. That's yeah. all we know. Farmers is all we know. Yeah. So, but I, and the bottom line is, people sat there yesterday on the way home from work. They're doing a hard day's work Ooh. for three and four hours. Well, for a start, the M50 yesterday wasn't our plan to go down the M50. We were sent down the M50, so we were given no option on that one. But what other way was it to get into the city? To get out of the city, we could have what? come out the same way as we came out after the first protest. And what was the idea of blocking the port tunnel? The port tunnel is where uh, a lot of the meat, the meat comes in that is being basically brought in from Poland. Um, so why, so why didn't you just block the port? Why did you have to block all the traffic? We blocked the port uh, with, with organisations from the guards. And that was okay. We were, the plan was to do a protest there and then we were supposed there to was tractors. Out. No, you didn't just block the port. There was tractors on both sides of the road. We, yeah, we blocked. So you blocked you blocked the roads as well. But after that, we were to go uh, out by the Malahide Road, and we don't know who changed the plan because we were not to go through the port tunnel. And then the traffic corps or with the guards, we don't know, they changed the changed the plan and and sent us out through the port tunnel. And then it was all to the M50, and then we just we just Do you believe that 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 event yesterday, if that's what you want to call it, protest? Do you believe that gained you any support at all? Again, just uh, and just answer the question, James. It's a straight time. answer. Straight answer. Do you think it gains your support? No, See, it's not about no, gaining it's the support. It's about gaining it is. publicity for our problems. Yeah, but, 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 but what publicity would you have got yesterday? But hold on, whoever organised that protest for yesterday should have thought to themselves, hold on for a second now, they're at the Connell election. There is no doll. There won't be a doll reconvened again until the 20th of February. What's the point? Because our, our aim was to, was to educate the TDs but they're not, they're, they're, not they're not there. But they're not there. Up to the election, they're the, not the there. TDs are not there. They're out canvassing today. Exactly why we were in Dublin. But they're out, and they know that whenever they come in, that they are going to have to work on our side from now on. Because like, why? Because you're going to do it again. Going on against farmers in this country. And to, to are honest, you going to do? Are you going to do it again? Are you going to protest again in, in Dublin? Uh, Possibly. Well, I tell you what, then I'll organise a huge protest of 1.5 million people that live in Dublin. We'll go out and stand outside your milk parlours. You can do that. And yep. we'll stop you earning a living. How does that feel? Well, it's like this. 
Do you want food or not? No, I'm just saying, we'll stop, we'll get food anyway, with the greatest respect. You want to get food? Well, see, well, not we're not gonna, hold on for a second. If every farmer in this country went out of business, we're not going to starve. Well, it's, it's, it's not just an Irish and thing. I'm, I'm, by the way, I don't mean that in some sort of disingenuous way. I don't want to see anybody going out of business. protest on every motorway in Europe at the moment over the same issues because farmers are going out of business. And it's, it's, it's been organised nearly by the governments of what's going on. And that's where the real issue lies. Like, we have no... Like, look, at, we all want to make a living. There's enough money... Oh, absolutely. So did all the people in Dublin yesterday who couldn't get to work, couldn't get home. We're not trying to... We all like, want to make a living too, you know. We're, like, the, we're not trying to make the price of food go up in the shops. That's not what we're trying to do. We're not getting our fair share, and that's the, that's the main issue here. Like, for example, uh, an, an average heifer there... Actually, do me a favour. I've, I've only got four minutes. I have to take a break. Can I come back to you straight after okay. the break? All right, James, stay with me. All right, you can tell me all about the average heifer. Uh, loads of text, by the way, coming in about the farmers. Let me just let James finish the point he wants to make, and I want to come to Larry. Uh, Jim, please take me as well. James, or, yeah, sorry, James. The, yeah, the price, of, the price uh, of a heifer, yeah. Yeah, OK. The farmer gets €1,250 for that heifer after rearing or remaining for two and a half years. The factories slaughter and they sell it at a supermarket and a supermarket turns it into €2,750. So they get 1500 for two weeks and we get 1200 for two and a half years and we have to pay for all the inputs into her. Now, but, the, but, but, is, ago, but is the argument that's the job? A year, a year, about a year, a year and a half ago we were getting three to 400 more for that same animal. And why, and and why, why, is, the, why is, uh, is there a reduced amount now? Why has it gone down? Because it's, it's, it's the cartel in the Irish, in the Irish beef industry. Like the, one man rules all the beef industry, and that's Larry Goodman. And there's no two well, ways the, the processing, yes. Processing. He has bought out all the other factories. So it, is it, can the farmers not, you know, turn around? I mean, this is where they well, obviously should be protesting. Well, not protesting, I suppose. They have to make a living too, the processors, the people that work there. But the, should the farmers not be saying, well, look, we're not going to sell it to you for that? Because if everybody said no to him, where is he going to get his beef from? Poland. So he'll bring it in? Yeah, that's what he's well, doing. But it, it, this is the analogy I gave you earlier on about the, the coal back in, in the mining strike back in the UK. It got to a point that the British government were subsidising it to the tune of 16 billion a year or 16 million. I can't remember what the figure was at the time. And it just wasn't feasible to use British coal anymore because it was coming in cheaper from Poland. Yeah, and, and, and it is a, it is a good analogy. On, on, on if we don't know how it's reared, we don't know has it been antibiotics or hormones, we don't know about it. It's coming in here and being sold as Irish. If it was sold as Polish, fair enough, but it's been stamped Irish. That's where okay, it's well, I have, well, I would have an issue with that because obviously it's packaged in Ireland, but, but it certainly isn't Irish beef, so it shouldn't be uh, sold as Irish beef. Stay there for a second because, Larry, you're on Classic Hits. Larry, you've heard James. I mean, I understand the plight. I understand it's difficult to be a farmer and make a living, uh, but what is the right thing to do to block the traffic? Not at all, Niall. Like, these farmers have been getting away with murder for years. There's no other section of the community would get away with what they get away with. If you went up and parked your car outside the hall, how long do you think you'd be left there? You'd be lifted, you'd be prosecuted, that these guys can, can block up the whole city. Well, a protest is a protest as well. In fairness, people do protest. So, yeah, well, like, the protest is not with the people of Dublin. The protest is with the people that they're selling their cattle to. And that's where they should be protesting. Let them go outside Larry Goodman's house or Larry Goodman's beef. Uh, processing plants. They're the people that should they should be protesting against. Well, they did try that at one stage. Yeah, well, they'll let me try it again. And as you said, don't supply the people. And the other thing, now, if you were in the business, there's no, the farmers are being whinging. I'm 75 years of age and I've been listening to them whinging for 70 years of that. If it's wet, they want money. If it's dry, they want money. If it's cold, they want money. If it's hot, they want money. They got 100 million euros last year. They got 50 euros, 50, 50 million of our taxpayers' money, and they got another 50 from Europe. Now, if you're in the business, if you can't make a profit in it, you get out of it and go and do something else. And they're telling you... But, yeah, but, but, but that's easy to say, but there's a lot of farmers, that's all they know, that's their life. 
Well, and what are they going to do with their what are they going to what are they going to do with their hundred acres? Do you know, I mean, just let, yeah, leave them sit there. And as you said, they're driving 100,000 100, euro tractors, 50,000 euro jeep, and they tell you they're getting 8,000 a year. Well, some of those tractors I saw yesterday looked like they'd never seen a muggy field. Mind you, you know what if I mean? You, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you went into the bank and said, they're 8,000 a year, will you give me 100,000? What would they tell you? Get out the door. Okay, James, very quickly, I'll let you have the last say on that before I go into the break. Sorry, James, you've heard what Larry said. Not very happy. Farmers have been whinging since he can remember and he's 75 years of age. Uh, you're getting massive amounts of subsidies from the state and from Europe. Um, well, the subsidies we'll get was, was, was brought in to compensate for bad, bad uh, product prices, to bring down the price of food. Like 25 years ago, the average person in Dublin or any part of Ireland paid 34% of their wages on food. That's gone down under 10% now. So food was actually never as cheap. So I don't, I, I don't uh, want to hear. But you can, but you can get up to two hundred euro an acre a year, can't you, from Europe for you a can field? Can get up to two hundred. It goes back on entitlements from years ago, but like that has dropped the price. Like like beef was the same price twenty five years ago to the farmers it is now. Like milk was milk was a pound a gallon thirty years ago, and it's one forty euros now, which is nearly almost the same thing. Like the price the farmers getting has not gone. Well, okay, up. but then the the point is then that Larry is making a lot of people are making is that obviously the business just isn't uh, the kind of business nowadays that you're going to make a lot of money out of. Really, isn't well, it? if everyone got a fair share, it'd be no problem. But like Larry Goodman made one hundred and seventy million profit last year. He owns up half a double. But that's Larry Goodman's business. I mean, you all have a gripe with Larry Goodman, and I understand that. But in saying that, you know, that's he's a you know that's his business. That's what he does. He makes a lot of money. But Larry Goodman has been around for donkey years yeah. as well. But the government are facilitating them. Like the, the competition authority, uh, we thought the competition authority would help uh, when he was taking over more factories, and they actually didn't. But is it, but yeah, but hold on, the government have no right to step in. It's private business and it's a free market. If Larry Goodman wants to buy every single processing plant, which would be wrong morally, he's quite entitled to do it. Uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number is 87 Lots of your WhatsApp audio messages, by the way, coming in as well. To my knowledge, it is illegal to obstruct a public highway under Irish law. And then when you factor in the Constitution, they claim their constitutional right to protest. But the Constitution does not extend their rights to impeding the rights of others. And one of the fundamental rights under the Irish Constitution is Article 42.5 that the rights of the citizen will be vindicated and no person has authority to impede the rights of the citizen except save in accordance with the law. That means in order to deprive someone of their liberty or their ability to move, you must invoke the law. The only law that allows any such action is by a member of Angarda Siakona. Therefore, the farmers are breaking the law and actually can be arrested. Their vehicles impounded as well because they're using green diesel on a motorway, which they are not supposed to do. Their green diesel is for farm and agricultural use, not for going on a protest and certainly not for driving on a public highway. Their insurance also does not cover them for doing that. So... Yes, in fact, they can be nicked and they can have their vehicles impounded and destroyed by Angarda Siakona, as should happen. It's a free market and we should not be terrorised by these people. Okay, that was the same attitude that was taken towards the Extinction Rebellion in the UK. James, just very quickly, because I want to come to Tim and Tom. Here, yeah. um, do you want to address this, that people, a lot of people are saying? Um, firstly, insurance. 
Are you in? Uh, well, you're clearly in charge of driving a public road. Well, you must be because you have to oh, go yes, for field yeah, to field. Like we, we pay an average of about thousand euro a year on, on tractor insurance. Okay, and, tractor. and what's the stipulation in the tractor insurance for driving on public roads? Is there a limited mileage on a no. public road or anything like that? No, no, no. We have full comprehensive on, on all our machines. Okay, so. now you obviously can't drive on a motorway unless you're driving over fifty kilometres an hour. Yeah, well, all ours are the ones like I personally. I had three tractors up there this week. And my three are all over 50k tractors. All right. And would you have been? Would it be dangerous to drive? A, I've seen tractors tra- travelling fast, and they tend to bounce and bounce around an awful lot. Uh, the new ones, not so much. New ones with with their new suspension systems. Like just look, those tractors up there this week worth 150,000 euro. But like they're not. It's not that you're making a fortune. You buy the tractor, you put on a five year lease, twenty thirty thousand a year. You go out and you do. We, like we're contractors, so we actually work for other farmers. All right. And in relation to the green diesel. Um, there is a technicality there that you're not meant to use green diesel on a public road. No, that's not true. No, no. For like, there's no like all tractors in Ireland run on green diesel. Yeah, but like, for, like agric- for agricultural purposes, yeah, you're allowed green diesel. Yes, for agricultural purposes, not driving on the M50. Um, if it's if it's a farmer related protest, it's farm work. Okay, and and the final point he makes is, according to the constitution of the country, absolutely you have a right to protest, but you don't have a right to impede other people about going about their lawful business. Well, as, the, as, as even the guard says, um, like, there's always a bit of disruption with a protest. Yeah, but that, that's, that's acceptable that's once, but not four times. Well, this is our second protest. Well, I know, but, but it is the fourth time. It's the fourth time we've had tractors in the city. Well, one was 20 years ago. First well, one. No, no, in the last month. Uh, there was a, a small splinter group went up with eight or nine tractors one, one day, but they didn't really, weren't, weren't part of us and had nothing to do with it, so... Okay, all right. Okay, we'll stay there. I want to go to, um, I'm going to come to Tim in a second. I want to go to Tom first. Tom, you're a classic kid. How are you doing, Tom? Uh, well, thank you. Uh, first of all, in relation to the Gardaí Act and against the uh, farming protesters, I think the, the, they seem to not understand that right across all ranks within the Gardaí economy, a vast majority of them are from the farming community. So that's never going to happen. But they do have the right, the, the Gardaí, I mean, they, they use their common sense, I suppose, just yeah, like Extinction Rebellion. They do have a right to arrest them if they impede others. They do, but they yes. don't, yes. Now, coming to the protest itself, Niall, uh, uh, listening to the comments about people ob- who objected to the farmers protesting, it's amazing that, that here in Ireland, uh, our people uh, uh, who are not on protest complain bitterly about the protesters until it comes to the time that they themselves have to be on the protest, have to protest. Now, uh, I'm of the opinion that, uh, that the working poor who have been stripped of their, their wages, cut back upon their, 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 their entitlements that they're paying for to the nose, to pay for the banks, builders, developers and political incompetence. I call these uh, people the working poor. Uh, I believe that when the farmers come out to protest about their standard of living, the working poor right across the entire country, regardless of where the protest is going to be focused, the working poor should down tools and come out in protest. And if it's somebody walking protesting over um, the price of shoes, they should down tools and walk but you, out. But yeah, but you have protest. to balance out protest with how much Pardon? damage you're, you have to balance out protest with how much damage you're financially doing to the city that you happen to be protesting but in. Listen, listen I, uh, uh, this thing about protest. It, the more people that, that can be pulled onto the streets to protest against what's going on in this country, this is why... I know, I know, I know, no, I'm not, I'm not having a go. What I'm saying is, yes, the water protest was very successful, okay, because it was one day, the main one, big protest with 110,000 people, right? Yeah. Or the, in their best. So that, that was a good country, protest, and it worked. Protesting. 
Okay, but what I'm saying to you is, and we spoke to the farmers the first day they did it back in December, early December. Yeah. And it, which was right, actually, it was one of the first days of the Christmas kind of season, so to speak. And a lot of retailers went bonkers because all of a sudden farmers were up around Dawson Street and Stevens Green stopping all the traffic, right? Yeah. Now that costs the city money. It costs you a massive amount of inconvenience. What happened yesterday was even worse again yes, because because you're blocking arteries. And, you know, if you've got somebody genuinely, if you've got somebody, a child that's ill and in, a, in an ambulance, and needs to get to a hospital. I understand. And, it was a, and yesterday there was a fire and a fire brigade was stuck in traffic. Yes. I mean, those things are unacceptable in a modern city. You're, uh, listen, I'm not arguing against that at all. And I'm, I'm, I'm saying that, uh, that, uh, that in, a, in a decent, organised protest that there should be corridors provided by the protesters for these situations. And our police force should be out to police those corridors to provide those uh, essential emergency services. That's a simple thing to be done. It can be done. And I'll give you another example. You had a, a, a truck driver there complaining about his time on the N50. Yeah, because it's tachograph, yes. Yeah, yes. They, yet the, the, the truck drivers had no problem in blocking the ports, the, the, the channel, the tunnel, the channel tunnel, uh, when, when, when it was their turn to protest over their grievances. And what I'm saying quite clearly is this. That every time that, that people are, are protesting over the way that we are being treated, we are being treated like serfs in this country, particularly uh, right across, um, the, except for the Golden Circle, mind you. But see, the argument is, too, in relation to the farmers' protest is that, and the main argument comes from the state, although they have set up the task force, is what can we do about it? It's a free market. No, but, but hang on, what can we do about it? How can, well, we, how can we encourage processors to give farmers more money for their beef? Well, you see, to make it worth their while? Well, we can't. See, um, uh, uh, the whole system is set up as a, as a form of exploitation right across the board. And when you look at the, 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 the amount of money that people like Larry Goodman is making... Oh, yeah, well, absolutely. I'm not doubting for a minute. The man yeah. is a multimillionaire. He's made out of exploitation. But, but, but hang on, you, no, 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 you can't call it exploitation. What about Bill Gates? Bill Gates is one of the richest men in the world. And, you know, are you going to say that Bill Gates exploited all his staff to make money? A lot of his staff are working for minimum wage in countries, you know, in Asia and places like that. It is exploitation. But that's capitalism, I, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> and, and are you going to say now that you're anti-capitalist? That, capital, that capitalism is a form of exploitation. But capitalism works in most countries and it works well because capitalists employ people. Capitalism, Nile has never worked. Well, hold on, but socialism certainly doesn't either. Cap- uh, I'll give you a great Well, no, 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 come on. Come on, be fair here, okay? You can't go down a route where you have socialism, you know, where people are not allowed to be wealthy, successful. Look what happened in Venezuela when yeah, a socialist okay, president I, took I over. No... All the rich people and all the entrepreneurs and all the millionaires moved out of the country. I have absolutely no difficulty at all with people making, making wealth out of providing uh, goods and services and employment. But in providing that, there has to be a balance and if you're sitting down looking at a person um, who, has, who, is, who is a multi-billionaire... And the but the, yeah, but the farmers are not working for Larry Goodman. But, but hang on, you missed them. The farmers are not working for Larry Goodman, although they seem to be. They're not working for Larry Goodman. Yeah. The farmers are not working for the processors. The, the farmers are subcontracting to them. Yeah. They're self-employed. They are, yes. So let me give you an example. If I, as a radio presenter, am self-employed and radio stations and radio and media is not making money anymore, uh, you know, because obviously the whole market is being fragmented into social media and all sorts of podcasts and everything else, and radio stations can't afford to pay me a wage that's actually, you know, that I could live on, well, then I'm going to need to get a different job. But, but listen, the, the, the bottom line, you're, what you're actually talking about, of course, again, is a form of exploitation, where you have the person controlling the, the, the factory gate determines the price. 
that is a form of 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 of, um, of exploitation. It's it's also a monopoly. It's a monopoly of the system. And the, and, and the beef system in this country and the farming system, all of these things, even our political system is a monopoly. I mean, you take Fianna Fáil, Fianna Gael, and you're talking about what can they do. Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael, uh, no matter what happens, the fools are going to put, they're going to walk back into the doll. Well, well look, we, 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 all, we all know they're, as they say, two cheeks of the same arse, yes. To actually make sure that in, 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 in terms of, of communication, our, our, our national broadcaster can eliminate a certain party from, from participating in debates. Okay, well, well, hold on a second. Let me just go to Tim as well. I want to bring Tim in, and I also want to bring Sean, who's really annoyed. Uh, Sean, you're on, or Tim, you're on Classic Hits. Sorry, Tim. How's it How's it going? Good. You're a farmer, Tim. Just knew it, yeah, to be honest, Joe. And, uh, you know, it, it, don't you say that about fair trade? I mean, you can't see how it's fair trade when you have, for instance, in, imported beef from, like, from Spain and Argentina and these places. That's not fair trade. I mean, we have, there's a serious amount of regulations involved in rearing beef in this country as there is as all over the different sectors. I mean, we're only allowed to keep so many cattle in space inside the sheds. We're only allowed to do to feed certain types of feeds, rations, um, clean grass when they're out. Uh, and then you're, uh, that's not pointed out when you're importing this Argentinian beef. You said, well, when you went out to foreign countries and you tasted the beef and the beef tasted perfect. Of course it's going to taste perfect. But what's inside it is not, is not the same stuff. That's why we, that's why Irish beef... It didn't do me any harm. It didn't do me any harm. Yeah, how do you know? I mean, you, well, not, I I, just, just say, for instance, it was this clear point that we, if we were able to point out what causes certain diseases and certain cancers, and you say, right, uh, in 10 years' time, um, we have a big dilemma in this country because everyone got cancer from this beef. It was that easy to diagnose it. And then we'll all be up on because why the hell did the Irish government uh, restrict this beef being imported into this country? And how, long, how long are you in the business, Tim? Only about four or five years. Now, well, here's, the, here's the question, and maybe a silly question. But if you knew how bad the business was, and it hasn't been only bad for four years, it's been well, bad for the last seven twenty years. Why, why did you Why did you go into a business and then complain about it? No, it wasn't bad for five years ago. And I inherited a farm. Uh, I wasn't involved in the farm for a couple of years. I came home and I'm involved in construction as well. Unfortunately, are you on a sorry? You're on a speakerphone, Tim? Are you because it's a bit difficult to hear you? Sorry. No, I'm not. No, I'm okay. not on the phone. Okay, yeah. Sorry. So why did you go into a business that wasn't viable? No, it doesn't seem to be financially viable. No, well, I mean, we'll find, find, this only happened in the last few years, in my eyes, isn't it? I mean, the first couple of years... I, I would just stop. Sure, farmers aren't telling me that it's been getting worse for the last 20 years. Well, I mean, if some farmers want to make loads and loads of money, some farmers want to make a living. I mean, that, that, that's like in the other... And are you making a living out of it? No, I, like I said, I mean, there aren't many beef farmers unless they're in very big scale that are only at, only at that game. I mean, there are obviously a lot of beef farmers... But are you doing dairy as well? No. Okay, so you're, you're just doing beef. Again, that's, that's another issue with this. I mean, there was quotas uh, in, involved in Irish dairy farming about, up to about 10 years ago. I'm not, I'm not sure if you're familiar with that. Every farmer could only produce uh, a certain amount of milk because he had a quota. Big farmers had bigger quotas because they bought quota. And then the small farmers who couldn't afford quota had a less amount of milk, milk to produce. That all went about 10 years ago. So then every farmer would go ahead and buy as many cows as you want and produce as, many, uh, as much milk as you want. Okay, well, 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 hang on. Address this text to me, right? Somebody says, can I correct that man, Niall? Obviously, he's talking about what Tom said uh, just before you. He said, the farmers do not fall into the working poor category. They are the subsidised rich. If you can't make money in your business, get out of it, says Paul Blarney. Right, but what I'm saying is... Like, but I, I, mean, I mean, you are a sector, um, one of the only sectors in the country that's subsidised. Right, but you, you just said it's a fair trade. How could it be a fair trade when... No, I, when no, I, I said, free, I said it's a free market. Yeah, well, when it's a free market, how, come, how can an animal that's fed, that's fed anything... You, you know, I mean, angels does all these kinds of chemicals that they're fed in Argentina. The same way chickens are fed for KFC and all these huge uh, 
obviously it's, it's less quality meat, but when it comes into this country, all I would people see that this is two pieces of steak up in the country in front of them. See, but this, you know, you know, and I'm, I'm going to use an analogy again between some airlines and Ryanair. People say that Ryanair is cheap. Uh, the seats are horrible. It's uncomfortable. You have to pay for your baggage. You queue like cheap to get onto the thing. But yet they're making millions because people still use it because it's cheap. Uh, a lot of Irish customers go into a shop. And they don't particularly care if it's Irish beef or not, as long as they enjoy it when they're sitting down with their potatoes and their, and their peas. Right, but if, if it's a, a delivery thing, there's time because everyone's getting has this disease picked up from What's maybe because of this Argentinian beef, then we'll cause an uproar saying, why didn't Irish government protect, protect the small okay, but we, okay, but were you at the protest yesterday, Tim? No. All right, and, and did you agree with the protest? I, look, I, honestly, I, I agree with it that something has to happen. I, unfortunately, there's going to be repercussions of the whole thing. Um, but do you agree with blocking people who are going about their day-to-day business, trying to go to work, run businesses, um, you know, sales reps and delivery trucks and I know, I for know. three and four hours on the street? Well, well, I think the idea of that was all these sales reps and all these people that they're supposed to go to their politicians and complain that Irish farmers are but personally, I just believe that farmers lost a lot of support yesterday. Do, do we, well, actually, do me a favour yourself and James. Just stay there for a second because I want to go to, go to Sean as well if I can. Uh, Sean, you didn't support yesterday's protest. Absolutely not. No. Okay, why not? You heard, you heard what the farmers are saying. You know, they're, they're kind of yeah. pinned to the collar. No, no, I understand that they have a hard life, right? We all have a hard life. But now, yesterday, right, I had to go out, pick the other half up from work, do shopping and get home. I have a child at home who has autism, okay? And it took me an hour to get where I was going and two hours to get back. Right? Mm-hmm. Because I was held up by tractors on the M50. Now, but these farmers are complaining that Larry Goodman is is run, is monopolising the, the, the beef processing in the country. Then take it to the European courts, because according to the European courts, it is illegal to run a monopoly under the European Competitions Act, the European Competitions Treaty. And you can look it up. If he's running a, a revenue-generating monopoly to the disadvantage of his competitors, they can take him to the European court. Rather than take it out on the rest of us who are trying to get on with our lives. Okay, I'll let James respond to that. James, it's a, it's a fair point. If you have an issue with Larry Goodman and the processing of the beef, and you believe there's a monopoly, why not take him to the European court? Well, look, at that is a possibility. Um, we wouldn't hmm. have looked at that far yet. Like, at the moment, the way we look at it is no, but you the government the rest are, of are helping Larry Goodman with his monopoly. Um, Borby are not doing their job. They're state run. If they were doing their job, he mightn't have the monopoly. If the competition attorney did a job, he wouldn't have the monopoly. But I, the problem we have at the moment with, with the beef coming in. Uh, okay, wait, 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 well, hang on. Let me just stick to the one point just for the moment. Sorry, Sean, do you accept that as an answer? That if the, if no, the powers to be in this country, no, like the competition authority and the government were doing the job, he wouldn't be allowed to have monopoly. Sorry? Why don't they go down the right channels rather than take it out on the public? Board be it is not my fault or anyone else's fault. You know, the, the Fine Gael, Fine Gael is not our fault. Take it up with those people instead of blocking us from getting home to our children. You know, after what she's done yesterday, I tell you, I'll be boycotting Irish beef. Yeah. James, with the greatest respect, I've heard, that, I've heard that line a lot today. I've seen a lot of text coming in. I've heard a lot of people say the same thing. I'm going to boycott Irish beef. You know what, Niall? I'll go bloody vegan if I have to. I'll eat grass. Well, I rather wouldn't go down that route, in fairness. Well, if you go vegan, the farmer has to produce that for you as well. So we're <laughs> yeah. all farmers. Somebody has to produce the tofu or the soya. Listen, lads, thanks very much indeed, because I have to wrap it no, up, buddy. Yes, all right, thanks. Okay, loads of, by the way, WhatsApp messages coming in in relation to it. I could spend days talking about Irish farmers uh, because so many people had a gripe with yesterday's protest. Uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number's 087-188-008. Hi, Niall. Just thinking now that um, all the, the farmers there yesterday on the M50, they should have been all pulled in. 
and every one of them should be should have been fined and that would have softened their cough for them now the way they held up the traffic there all day do you know that kind of way so if that was anyone else now and uh, there was nothing done about it yeah we'd all certainly we certainly would know about it um, why don't I just take another one here and see what they had to say Hi Niall, uh, I'm a taxi driver from Swords and I do have sympathy for the farmers. In fact, I took yesterday off because I knew the traffic was going to be mayhem. But I'm down, what, with insurance and diesel rises, about 150 a week. So I know where they're coming from. Well, why don't they do what they did in the past? Set up a co-op and uh, butcher their own meat and do it that way. And with regards to the people bringing in Polish meat, if Irish meat was recognised by Europe as a premium product, same as Jersey Plato's, wouldn't that solve the problem as well? well? I think a lot of people have suggested the co-op, and yes, it seems. I think it seems to be a good idea, and one that's quite obvious, and I have no idea uh, why the farmers haven't done it. They did do it before. I think the dairy farmers did it certainly before, and it seemed to work quite well. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Hell.